Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Comments Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. And I'm Nia. And look at the historical junkies. <laughs> Not giving you anything you actually desire. <laughs> and doing whatever we want. And today, Nia will be here as my listening ear. Um, wow, I really sound like a teacher. <laughs> listening ears. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, as I complain about Shinshas. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Tori, what the fuck is a Shinsha? Well, Shinsha is a Chinese fantasy genre that stems from Taoism and influenced by Chinese mythology. It is different from a Wuxia, Wuxias are much more martial arts based, less about gods and demons and creatures and much more about types of martial arts and special martial arts or hidden martial arts and like the polygist world and the martial arts world and things like that shinshots are about people who cultivate as in like gather energy from um the, the earth and its surroundings to become immortals and usually therefore gods um wushas i feel like are much more adventure based while shinshots are usually messy because <laughs> it's like people who are like thousands of years old just chilling with each other of course <laughs> we're gonna have some problems um mm-hmm. most modern shinshas are like the heavenly kingdom versus the the demon kingdom so um but some more history about this the the history of shinshas many are based off ancient chinese texts like the classic of the mountain of the seas from the warring states period or the legend of the white snake which has been remade i want to say at least 12 times let me see what it is the legend of the white snake when i say i've never watched any remake of this because <laughs> i just i don't care why have we y'all remade this okay i clicked on one the legend of the white snake from 2019 Related content. One, two, three, four, five adaptations. <laughs> Whoa. Y'all will that's not a lot. let this story die, right? So it's like an ancient, like, we think about Cinderella as being like an ancient text. Ah, the gotcha, Legend gotcha. of the White Slaves. It's like an ancient text that's constantly remade. Um, Shinshan novels were popularized during the Republic of China period, but it was uh, until 1932, the novel of the Legend of the Swordsmen, Legend of the Swordsmen of the Mountains of Shu, that sparked the modern popular genre. So you have cultivation, you have like magical items, like there's always some type of lamp that holds spirits or some type of sword that belongs to a god that like saved the world and now we have to find it to, you know, defeat evil. Um, I want to say you pronounce this as apotheosis, which is going from human to god, which is um, a big part of Shinshaj you cultivate to become an immortal who becomes a god you know, a stronger person. Or, like, mm-hmm. you'll have plants that um, cultivate enough to become human and then immortals. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I get what you mean. Yeah, so, like, this plant that's been living, I know, like, among immortals, or, like, a dog <laughs> or a snake, right, can cultivate enough to be get a human body and then become an immortal. So Yes, okay, I see what you mean. There's also, like, sub-genres of Shinsaj, which is, like, Dame, which is much more Chinese fantasy. Well, in layman's terms, it's Chinese fantasy BL, but it's, like, the hyper 
um, fixation of like homosexual relationships with cultivation added into it. So that's a whole different thing that we can talk about another day. Um, but I wanted to rant because I just feel like the Shinsha um, genre is dying. This is how, how Nia, how you feel about historicals. We feel like mm-hmm. we're rehatching the same fucking storyline <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over again with no new, <laughs> with no new, like, no new um, innovations. Innovations whatsoever. And even then, with the innovations, I'm like, hmm, I feel like I've seen this somewhere. Am I ever going to watch a Shinsha that is happily? Probably not. <laughs> Am I going to mm. watch a Shinsha where they don't have a child and then get married after being separated um, in the last 10 minutes? Nope. <laughs> Haven't watched one mm. yet where it was like that. <laughs> where we actually got like full closure for all storylines. <laughs> like, it's... So let me explain to you. Well, let's talk about the first Shinsha I watched. The first Shinsha I watched was called Sword of Legends. Uh, if you've been an OG Chinese drama fan for a while, you know that everybody and their fucking mother was in this show. If you look at the cast list for this show, Nia, these are the people who are starring in big dramas now. I'll mm-hmm. read you the description. I don't remember anything about it. Oh, I remember the ending, though. In the legend of the ancient sword, which takes place during the Tang Dynasty, young martial arts Bai, Lu, bai Li Tusul feels a mysterious aura in him that can be suppressed only with the sword of burning solitude. When fighting bandits, he meets Ouyang Shao Gong and Fang Langsheng, who are on a quest to find a jade ornament that will help them create a resurrection elixir. Uh, Tusu decides to join them on their adventure, hoping that the elixir will be able to awaken his slumbering mother. During their trip, he meets Fang Ching Shu, an immortal who has come to Earth to look for her brother. After Shao Gong's elixir proves to be a success, Tusu discovers that his mother is in danger, that he must fight with the power hungry Shao Gong to save the world. So, basically, from what I remember, I watched this in 2014, remind you, do not quote me on what this drama is about. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all the Sword of Legends is all about finding like ancient swords, and this one ancient sword this kid is not supposed to have, which like belong to, I think, some other powerful person, and like they're all it's like an adventure uh adventure okay. story right you meet a bunch of people mm-hmm. and they come they become a band of friends save the world all that good stuff it ends in tragedy utter tragedy the ending scene is this man floating in the sky dying with the world crumbling around him i was like <laughs> what <laughs> did i spend my time watching <laughs> what did i spend my what <laughs> have I contribute to the universe by having to watch this? And so after watching that, I was like, do I even like the the god drama, the god um, genres anymore? Like, am I really interested in this? I was just like, uh, this is, I don't know if this is where I want to be. For you, those of you who are new um, to this show, I don't like watching shit that ends in tragedy and sadness <laughs> mm-hmm. most of the time, especially for Chinese drama that can be well over 40 episodes. I'm not about to dedicate all of my time of 40 episodes for everything to end in ruin. That's why I just dropped another Chinese drama right now. So yes, that was the first um, Shinsha series I watched. Now let me tell you about the best Shinsha series I watched that came out in 2017. It's called Eternal Love, aka 10 Miles of Peach Blossoms, aka three lives three worlds right so this is also Mm -hmm. where a lot of my ranting comes from after this right so 
let's just talk about the makeup of the cast real quick. You're talking about top eight actors, a cast that's like 30 and over for most of the main parts. Um, one of the biggest female actresses in China, Yang Yi, and a very popular male actor, um, Mark Chow. So the whole point of the story, um, you can read the synopsis. Well, I mean, I guess I'll read the synopsis to you guys, and I'll explain it a little bit more. So the nine-tailed fox, Bai Tian, the youngest daughter of the fox king, is brought to the Kulu Mountains to become a disciple for the god of war, Muyan. Let you know. She's pretending to be a boy while studying from Muyan. Muyan, her teacher, the god of war, is the same actor that plays the male lead. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> so okay. they look alike. So while studying there, a war breaks out that leads to Muyan sacrificing his life to seal in the demon lord. Now, this world. We have the heavenly world. We have the five forests, which are run by the fox clan. And then you have the demon realm. And I think there's another realm, which is like... Or another part of the Heavenly Kingdom, but it's like a huge clan. I think it's birds or something like that. So, 70,000 years later. You got that number? 70,000 Seven, years later. 70,000 <laughs> years oh, later. Wow. These are gods. Just, they're making shit. Uh-huh, you know gotcha, gods. gotcha. Okay. 70,000 I had forgotten years. about the god thing. <laughs> right. Bai Chin attempts um, to also sacrifice herself to resell the demon lord, but is instead thrown into the mortal realm when she loses all her memories and her divine power. So there is a concept within Shinchas that people have trials, right? They're like trials mm-hmm. that are deemed by like earth and heaven, like above immortal power. This is like the earth, the fates are, are being like, you have to have go through trials to become a better immortal. Right. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the time trials include becoming a human and going through the grief of humanity <laughs> and so Bai Chen our fox queen basically the demon lord tried to break out of his thing again and she's like well I can't let my teacher's work go to shame so I'm gonna try to reseal him in the process the power that she was using to reseal him forced her to become immortal thrown into the mortal realm and she lost all her memories and her divine power that is our second life right Okay. Living alone in a remote mountain, Bai Chen saves Crown Prince Yi Hua of the Nine Heavens. So, Yi Hua is the Crown Prince of the Heavenly Realm. Yi Hua, at this time, was in the human realm trying to... He was like... I don't know if this is a part of his trials, but he... Like, a lot of immortals go to the human realm to help humans. Therefore, they could, you know, become better cultivists, right? By, like, you know doing stuff for humans and stuff like that mm-hmm. he gets injured um he has a dragon form btw but he gets injured and turns to a snake <laughs> and so she saves the snake the snake turns back to a human and they fall in love right um okay they fall in love he takes her back to the heavenly realm as a human right we don't he, he doesn't know this is by chin nobody knows this is by chin nobody knows that this is a divine goddess who's just going through a current human trial and doesn't have her powers, right? The most... <laughs> I still hate the, the antagonist in the story. Some of the most fuck shit <laughs> happens to Bai Chen when she's a, a human. They, like, take her child away from her. They're treating her like she's a, you know, like a cockroach. Um, The antagonist, who is the male lead's like friend from childhood well not friend from childhood but they were both young and grew up in the heavenly realm palace together 
um who wants to marry him who who let me explain this ended up marrying his grandfather is the male leads listen just listen just is the male leads (laughs) grandmother by royal title and then she begs her husband her the man she loves grandfather to let her marry him and he approves I huh <laughs> wait Tori there's things happening and I don't <laughs> what okay respit the information back to me and I'll fix it for you <laughs> I, I I don't even like grandfather <laughs> like what what where, where did we okay his so, grandfather is the king of the heavenly of yes. the heavenly realm right right granddad marries this girl as one of his like concubines or whatever okay right she right. you know, has this power over him. I guess this was a way for her to get closer to him because he didn't want to marry her in the first place. And the male lead is engaged to Bai Chen, our female lead. They got right. engaged but never met years ago. Like it was. But then she's parents. with the grandfather. So like, what's what? Exactly, she's with the granddad. And at first, the reason she's with the granddad is because her whole family died when they fought the demon lord. Mm-hmm. And so as a cho- like a, a token appreciation to her and her family, the king, the grandfather king married her, but she's been in love with the male lead. And so she uses her, her, her status as grandmother or whatever against him, but then eventually talks her husband and his grandfather into letting her marry him. Like they just oh, know wow. whatever they have. They're just, she's just hopping. She said, grandfather, <laughs> no grandson. Yes. <laughs> right. And so she continues to be a menace, um, accuses our mortal goddess, you know, she's mortal right now, who mm-hmm. has had Yuha's baby. She's given birth to Yuha's child, accuses her of ruining her eyes and forces the heavenly prince of the the people forces basically forces Yuwa to take his wife's eyes and give it to the antagonist and her being treated like shit for god knows how long decides to throw herself off this like powerful i don't know tornado thing and basically kills herself but because oh, wow. she's a Right. Because she is a goddess, she just goes back into her goddess form. Remember that. She was immortal. So that's her second life. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, I forgot. Again, like she's killing her mortal self. She's killing her mortal self, but just returning back to her goddess form. Okay. Right. So now she has all these. When she returns as a goddess, she's very sad. But um, she basically i think she like gets drunk enough that her like family helps her like erase the memories or like oh her like her friend who's like also her uncle like not her biological uncle but you know like an older male who's not family but you call him uncle um basically to seal her memories because it was so fucking sad so now in her third life <laughs> she meets her fiance yehua as Baichen the goddess and she looks exactly like she did as a mortal and so that's their third life and that's how they continue the story this is one of my favorite shinjas because the acting is just immaculate the chemistry between the cast is great 
even if it's 58 episodes i will start it at the third live because i just want to see two powerful bitches become a powerful couple like when i say i want a power couple like if you're talking about gods and immortal i want to see two people who can destroy the world be together (laughs) like Mm -hmm. what's the point of watching the show if i can't get that pleasure right right so with that being said i believe (laughs) and i'm pretty sure there's somebody who's done much more detailed research about the shensha genre but this is my complaint so this is my rant on my podcast just listen to it um i believe that the this is a very popular powerful drama it still like ranks top when people talk about immortals and dramas right Mm -hmm. this i feel kick started off a wave (laughs) of similar stories because this story was um adapted from like an online novel and so you know how novels have trends and therefore just how they do it in korea where everything's being made out of webtoon everything in china gets made from web novels novels basically right now Mm mm-hmm so that trend of whenever this book was published sparked a bunch of other trends of a bunch of other shinshots that got extremely popular about constant three lives, three lives. And it's like, <laughs> this is where my ranting comes in. And it's like, okay, so here's our basic shinshot plot. Woman is either very innocent or very powerful. Then she does something either to save the world or to save her lover, then becomes immortal. Then they meet in the mortal life and then she returns back to being who she was before that mortal life. And now it's star-crossed lovers. (laughs) Like, Mm. there's like four to five very intense popular shinshas that are like that. And it's so frustrating because I want to watch ancient love poetry. Let me just name them. I'm going to call y'all out. Love and Redemption. Um, <laughs> Ashes of Love. And these are dramas that I've tried. I tried Ashes of Love. I dropped it. It was not giving. I tried Love and Redemption. There is some, some t- t- messaging <laughs> that happens in that story that we need to talk about. But like, even if it wasn't three lives, they went through multiple lives. And all the characters are always like, the god of war or it's the heavenly realm versus the demon realm but the heavenly people are no better than the people in the demon realm so why are y'all having wars it's like all that shit i just told you about the heavenly people how are y'all any better than the demon lord are we just mad at him because he want to take over the world is that what that is i don't know mm. um let's see love uh love between a fairy and devil will get to me complaining about that in a second um but the list just goes on love and destiny but i think love and destiny is written by the same writer as eternal love and i'm like how do you plagiarize yourself by giving me the exact same story even if you change the details (laughs) even Mm -hmm. if you change the details um why is it still three lives three you know reincarnations i'm sick of it i'm sick (laughs) sick (laughs) do you hear me people are always okay so um an example of a shinsha we actually watched the yin yang master that's like a shinsha oh gotcha gotcha it's more to me skews more to wuxia but there was cultivation within that so um oh journey of a flower we need to talk about that um but yeah i've just i'm fed up with the shinsha series being like oh here's our story where the female lead basically goes through hell and high water for a nigga (laughs) or (laughs) for the world and just ends up in this star-crossed lovers thing where they both tragically die saving the world and it's just like what 
was the original point of the plot. Why am I sitting here watching 58 episodes? Why would I sit here and watch a new 58 episodes of a drama that I loved in 2017 without the same cast? <laughs> mm. This is basically what you're giving me, right? Right. And then they always rush the ending. It's like even the ending in, in 10 Miles of Peach Blossoms could have had some some redone. And I know sometimes um, broadcast stations will be like, your drama's too long. You got to cut this shit down. Uh, and I'm just like, it feels like this rush ending, but I swear to God, at least three shows I've watched have been like, once they get to the third life and they realize that this man is not going to, you know, give up everything or like this man is either going to sacrifice himself to save the world um, and doesn't, you know, is can't only be yours. They always end up having a kid in secret. And then the man like regenerates or comes back to life somehow. And then they're like, oh, is that my kid? And it ends. And I'm like, what am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> um, Starcrossed Lovers, The Identity Crisis, The Amnesia. Oh, y'all just love you. Like, amnesia. <laughs> Not like, amnesia. They're like, ooh, we're in a different life. So she doesn't remember what happened 2,000 years ago. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's such a lazy ass plot point to me. <laughs> yeah. Because basically what you're doing is essentially writing three different love stories with the same characters. I mean, the same mm-hmm. actors, but giving them different character traits because of amnesia. Right. What? <laughs> Why? Um, I also haven't seen a Shinsha that I liked or completely have fallen into with a younger cast. Now, you're probably being like, Tori, you're being mm. ageist. If I'm supposed to look at this person and think they are a god that the entire heavenly realm has sacrificed so much power to keep under attack, he shouldn't be 23. (laughs) You don't scare me. You don't scare me. I should look at this person and be like, oh, he finna fuck shit up. (laughs) And I'm just sorry, a 23-year-old is not gonna give it to me that. Yes, I'm talking about Dylan and (laughs) and the love between fairy and a devil. Love Between Fairy and the Devil actually is a really popular drama that just got done airing. People loved it, and I'm glad people enjoyed it. But, like, I tried to do the first two episodes, and I was like, one, I couldn't get over the voice of the actress. It's like, I, I don't know if that's how she talks or if she's being dubbed. But her being, her being, her character being as innocent as it is with a particularly high-pitched voice was just mm. kind of hard to watch. Also, how old is Dylan, dude? Dylan's like 23. Right. I was right. <laughs> I didn't even know his actual age. <laughs> you were spot he, on. He's 23. And he's supposed to be like this god that was going to take over the world, almost ended the world, and we used the cosmos to lock him up. He's 23. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I feel like that, like that kind of description needs someone who's at least 45. Right. At least. Right, so that's why I could get through Eternal Love. That's probably why I liked Eternal Love Dream, which is just written by the same author but about a different couple. That's probably why I could get through... Um, there's another one that's called Love and Destiny, which I think is also... I don't know if this is by the same writer, but it had an older cast. And I was like, oh, these people being 10,000-year-old gods? Sure, I'm down. Let's watch you know, when the cast is over 30, it's easy for me to believe that y'all have been immortals who have been, like, through hell and high water and back again, right? Mm-hmm. 23-year-olds just don't give me that same energy, and I honestly think if they were going to do a Shinsha like that, it should be about the gods, the younger gods, 
and not the gods who are running shit. <laughs> Y'all are 20. <laughs> like, it's, I know that acting is supposed to be able to be um in, like, your age isn't supposed to matter if you're a good actor. I'm sorry. But the looks of something matters to me. And if I'm not feeling intimidated or afraid or the badassery that's supposed to come with being a fucking god, <laughs> it's not working. Um, I'm glad a lot of people are enjoying a lot of the shinshas. Some people live and die for shinshas, but I just, the modern ones, the ones that have been coming on the last like three to four years, I just have not been able to complete any of them. I think Love and Destiny was the only one, and I only completed it because it was an older cast and it was the same writer from Tim Miles and Peach Blossom. And maybe Shinshas on for me, but I really wanted to complain about it because I do love this genre, like the idea mm-hmm. of people who are 70,000 years old. 100,000 years old being messy like shit mess drama let's go for it but you gotta give me a new storyline <laughs> give me a new storyline give me an older cast if you want to do younger actors as gods can we do like a generational thing and for the love of god can we stop with the multiple lives i am sick and tired nia y'all don't hear me i am sick <laughs> and tired of watching like people be in heartbreaking emotional love scenarios just because their loved one doesn't remember them mm. and they're under a ident- different identity also the heavenly realm i ain't seen one heavenly realm depicted in the shinsha yet that i respect fuck y'all y'all are as bad <laughs> as bad as the as the um the demon realm you try to you try and sacrifice right mm-hmm. and so with that being said there is a new series of shinshas coming out called fox spirit matchmaker um yangmi who was the actress for the shinsha that i loved is going to star in it i hope <laughs> are you excited hope. for it like are no more <laughs> i'm not excited <laughs> the tags literally say star-crossed lovers in it <laughs> and but i've seen the pictures and everything looks amazing am i going to watch it we will not know until it comes out next year i don't know if i'll ever watch another shinsha again i might try some i'll probably drop most of them um, until I get one that I could f- fully believe in and fall in love to again, mm-hmm. I just, I feel like we're lacking. I feel like there's so much potential in this genre. Again, it's one of those things where, like, we always talk about historicals have so much potential because the possibilities are endless. Right. This is a f- fantasy genre about gods. And the best y'all could come I know it's based off of Chinese mythology, but the best y'all could come up with is Nine-Tailed Foxes heavenly realm and the demon realm Mm. come on now there has to be more even if you just did want to do like demons versus gods does it have to be such structured like a kingdom of the heavenly realm why can't we have tribes why can't we have like gods gods that don't even like each other like why do we have like even if we do get gods that don't like each other in some of these series but like why does it have to be like a heavenly king i know again once again it's it's based off Chinese mythology, but I want 
the writers to push themselves to think outside the box. You don't have yeah. to use everything that those ancient texts talk about. Um, I feel yeah, like I there's so much you can work on, work with, and you want work- them to take more yeah. risks. Yeah, I want to take more risks. I don't think we have to have a heavenly demon juxtaposition for a story like this to work. Mm. And I feel like in the past, like even talking about the first Shinsha that I talked about, that was all about finding swords and shit. Why can't we have something that's a little bit more adventurous and not like in these little boxes that we've made for ourselves? Because then you always default to star-crossed lovers and I'm like, there's another story in here somewhere. <laughs> and also stop using the same characters. Why is every male lead in every Shinsha on the first page of MDL the God of War? There are other gods. Mm. <laughs> Y'all don't want to talk about the God of Medicine and like a fairy falling in love or like the goddess of fates. And like there's like the god the goddess of alcohol. Like there's like so many things you can do and focus on and have fun with. And people are just picking the same thing over and over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It sounds kind of just like they're they need to come up with something different, something new. Yeah. But I have zero hope because China is on the everything's adapted from a novel thing. And so I don't know if we'll ever get a Shinsha that I really love. I think Eternal Love might be my one and only one that I truly do like adore and can rewatch because I enjoyed the acting and the characterization so much. Mm-hmm. Um, Dame is a whole different genre, so we're not even going to talk about that. But, you know, Shinshas are different from Wuxia's and Shinshas have so much possibility. I'm just disappointed with the current pool of productions. That is coming out of China. So that was my rant. I would usually get more angry, but I just got done teaching second graders all day. So <laughs> take my it was mellow a good rant. anger and live with it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have a very, very, very fun spooktober planned for you guys so make sure you hit the notification bells that you're following on our social media um at commented on twitter and commented podcast on tiktok we have so much fun stuff coming up and we can't wait for you guys to hear it all um until next time i'm tori and i'm nia bye-bye bye